This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Isaiah, let me ask you a question. Have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? Nah, what's that? Okay, let me give you the rundown. It's basically the easiest way to make a podcast. It gives you literally everything you need all in one place. Do you want to know how it works? Yeah, tell me all about it. Okay, well, Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start recording today. You don't even need any fancy software or anything like that. Whoa, we got to get on top of that ASAP. Right? And there's still more. You can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify, with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place that you can publish video podcasts to Spotify. What? I'm on Spotify every day. Let me log on real quick. Also, with Anchor, creators like us can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. I'm going to download the Anchor app and check anchor.fm and start today. Make It Work, the Project Runway podcast on Silent Podcasts. My name is Gia Worthy, and I am here with two wonderful ladies that I would pick every time. Don't need to see the camera roll. They're itched. No notes, no edits, no nothing. But I am here with the lovely Nicole Horn. 
Hi, Gia. I've been smizing this whole time waiting for you to call my name. I was so excited to watch the episode this week. It was definitely something different. There was no photo. Uh, there was no runway. There was a photo shoot instead. So, you know, expect the unexpected, you know, it was like a, it was like America's Next Top Model and Big Brother and Project Runway all into one. Tyra Banks was eating her heart out. I swear to God, it was great. No, literally. She's like, where was my call? Where was my call? I am the only supermodel. No, that's Naomi. Oh, Coco Roche just took up her limelight. And honestly, I'm not mad about it because I, I enjoy a little Coco in my life. Mm, I'm a little thirsty for some hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. And of course, what would this be without the wonderful Naomi Calhoun? Hello. Um, Gia, can you just pose with this sort of rolly dumpster bin for me and make it fashion? That would be great. I actually have a rolly chair right now. So just like <laughs> Great. It is empty ass warehouse. Uh, please make this fashion somehow. I'm so excited to be here. Love this episode. Loved, uh, who, you know, who doesn't love getting editorial this late in the game? So I can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Normally, I get bored out of my mind by the time we get to final five. And I was pleasantly surprised this time by how invested I was in this episode and the storylines. It brought the drama. They knew how to serve the drama. It was great. And I appreciated that they were like, this is going to be editorial. If I could see this in an H&M, get it off my body. Like, I was very excited to see. Wow, very RuPaul. Very RuPaul. Oh my gosh, imagine. Uh, if RuPaul was on uh, this episode, she would be giving tens, tens, tens across the board. Everyone would be, would be shantaying. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, if you made me hit pose with like a coat rack, I don't know if I'd be shantaying. I'm not Coco Rocha. Hmm. Are any of us Coco Rocha? <laughs> Apparently not. But oh, she was great. I thought I was pleasant. I still really liked the model we got last episode for that might be my favorite guest judge of the season but Coco Roche was also very good it felt like she was she was very happy to be here I want I don't know if she's watched the show before or if she was a fan in that sense but she it felt like she was a fan yeah shout out to Precious Lee from last week uh Coco Roche is like a long time Christian Siriana collaborator and Christian Siriano made like famously gowns for her when she was pregnant and she's done like a ton of his shows and just shoots for him and I thought it was really cool to bring in somebody who clearly has like a really good relationship with Christian Siriano and once again it's kind of like Project Runway tooting their own horn hey look at how good we are you know our son is really good friends with the supermodel how about that huh Oh, I loved it. Christian was at the top of his game this episode. The critiques, the relationships with not just Coco, but with the rest of the contestants, even at the very end with our sad elimination. He was a good sport and uh, put on a do-rag for old time's sake. And it was wonderful. I thought it was a very, it was a very good Christian episode. Yeah, he was definitely having fun with it. Um, this week, RuPaul, um, on RuPaul's Drag Race, everyone was talking about the coffee enema. I don't know. Maybe Christian was on a coffee enema as well. <laughs> oh, no. Also, did you guys know RuPaul is on episode two of Top Chef season one? What? 
He was and on Top Chef and Project Runway. The look, the, the look is just as bad as the Project Runway look. The iconic, terrible Project Runway look. It's oh. it just looks just as bad on Top Chef. I and RuPaul. To watch, yeah. I'm making a note of this now. I need to watch the first season of Top Available Chef. Available on Hulu. Um, and well, guys, RuPaul looked like he was on his deathbed in Project Runway. <laughs> Sorry, I had to emphasize. Yeah, that's, no, that's an iconic. If anybody doesn't know and maybe isn't experienced in, in the meme verse, um, RuPaul was a guest judge on Project Runway many seasons ago. And uh, RuPaul looks a little, she looks a little busted. And uh, the, the lighting is not flattering. You know, the makeup isn't as perfect as it was, as it is now. And uh, it's quite the meme out there. So just look up RuPaul uh, Project Runway. You'll find it. Yeah, it's giving de-yesified brown M&M. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, let me explain the episode. So Christian Siriano walks him next door to a warehouse and instead of murdering them says, Kokorosha's here and you're gonna create an editorial look for her. And the twist of the episode is that the designers only have the photo shoot to go off of. It's not just about the dress and it's not about a runway whatsoever. It is only about the final product that they select. Uh, and as I wrote in my notes, come on, America's Next Top Model, Tyra Banks just saw like the Tyra male bat signal in the sky and was like, I can't get out of Dancing with the Stars to be there. I love this premise of a challenge. I was so excited when I saw it last week, and I don't think it's disappointed whatsoever. I think it incorporated a lot of skills that the winner of Project Runway should possess, and I was really excited by the results. It did feel fashion. Like I said, I usually have very low expectations when I get into like the final five, final four episodes, because I don't know, I think I like the contestants interactions and like seeing all the different personalities with the different challenges. And usually by this point, everything's mellowed out and the challenges are kind of stagnant. So low expectations going in, but I was so excited throughout the whole challenge. I don't know if it was the addition of Coco or the fact that this was uh, such a unique challenge and that they were specifically doing an editorial look. Uh, I think it definitely helps that the everyone picked these very bright colors and we're doing these very extravagant pieces because it's an editorial challenge. So it definitely appeased my senses and my expectations were exceeded. Yeah, we weren't getting any um, boring nude colored goddess dresses this episode. We're getting elaborate show pieces. I want to see cover of Vogue. I want to see a dress where you can put your leg above your head and you're still giving shapes and angles. Like I want to see something interesting that you can't see every day. And the fact that you're putting Coco Rocha, a very talented model, like she could probably work a paper bag. So the fact that like... Um, I don't know, it's just a cool experience for the for the contestants to be able to work with somebody like that. And I don't know, I could feel the excitement through the screen. Um, I mean, Coral said, this is my dream come true, maybe like 40 times. And I, so I could feel it. I was feeling like I was on cloud nine too. Cor- I thought Coral was going to like faint at one point. She was really just like living her fantasy. Yeah, she was one degree away from like, I don't know, like the fam- some of her favorite designers. So I felt that. I love seeing Happy Coral. I, oh, it's always a good episode when we have Happy Coral, but this was a great episode for her. And it was nice to see someone that's usually very quiet. Uh, I know, and I know that was a critique she got in 
the at the judging portion of the episode was that she was still a little quiet but you could tell she was so excited to be there and she was doing her best and she got into the top two so you know maybe if I don't know if the fact that she didn't speak up was the reason she lost I think it was just that Chantal was just amazing in every way as she tends to do Maybe, but you know, silent but deadly. Watch out for Coral. I really did not think she was going to get this far. Uh, look at her go. We're going to get to all of that, but let's begin. They have eight hundred freaking dollars to spend at Mood. I feel like there's been a couple things this season that is not typical of a Project Runway season. One, they got to bring fabric from home. Two, they've had a ton of money to spend at Mood, which like normally designers are like putting things back. They can't afford something because the price is just too high. And I also think that in general, there's been less one day challenges and there's been less team challenges. I don't know if this is just like to make Project Runway be more fashion and less sort of like, oh, look, somebody made something really bad on the runway. But I'm kind of surprised at how often um, the little things are tweaked to make almost less drama. Am I, maybe I'm just like, I want more fighting and I, I want somebody to start throwing punches over a piece of fabric, you know, like maybe I'm just too mean in this moment, but it, it feels like things are a little bit different. Not as many team challenges this season. They've been doing pairs. I feel like we've harped on that, but also like maybe it feels like, like they haven't done team challenges, but they've also been in like these collaborations where they've been like limited right. into what they need to do and they have to be creative teams which with is like we've work. never heard of <laughs> yeah it's, there's drama there's <laughs> drama mama on all these uh challenges even when um you're putting a million people together and sometimes it gets really messy when they're constrained to other people's aesthetics that's yeah especially another designer that's the one person who probably has as big as, as big of an opinion as you um i don't even know what i'm saying i'm just saying that uh yeah lots of drama let's just not forget like the first four episodes put me like through the ringer emotionally back to back to back to back so they got it all out of the way in the earliest episodes with certain unmentionables exits so that was good but no I think in general it's definitely something that I noticed and you know I am the first person to say let Nina Garcia be mean because I know she wants to you know it's like what she's good at it's her craft why why are we holding this queen back from her craft but at the same time I think in general reality tv has taken a turn and we did talk about Top Chef already but I think Top Chef is doing the same thing where they're really focusing especially now on the mental health aspect of being on reality TV a lot more. And I think that's a big part of it. And because of that, they are making an effort to be less sensational and focus more on the talent of the, of these challenges or of like top chef or project runway in general. So it might be something that Bravo in general is trying out and they had a very the last season of Top Chef was very similar in that they really focused on the camaraderie uh, between all of the chef contestants in there. I almost wonder if it's like, I remember when I was a kid, people would win America's Next Top Model and then they would be like, yeah, I wasn't actually really respected in the modeling industry. 
And I think part of that is because America's Next Top Model is not necessarily evocative of what it means to be a working professional model. But I wonder if it's that kind of idea of like, well, you want a reality show, that doesn't mean you're an industry professional. And, you know, they get to show it Fashion Week, and that's a huge deal as a, as a Project Runway finalist, let alone a winner. But I wonder if Top Chef and Project Runway have sort of made this pivot to seem classier and to seem almost like they of course we're producing incredible chefs like of course we're producing incredible designers and rather than sort of saying oh look at like this person made a hoochie dress on stage you know it it, it could almost be like a pivot to seem cooler and more important i mean they have coco rocha on this maybe it is like oh look we got carly Kloss hosting oh look we've got christian siriano we're actually really classy it's like they're reinventing themselves after like studying abroad in spain for a semester you know <laughs> Yeah, their project run way with an accent. <laughs> España. Um, well, let's talk about the the garment choices here. Chantal wants to do red, but so does Chastity. Uh, Christina is looking at like blue and neon green. Uh, Coral goes for yellow. Finally, Coral does not pick black. And Bones is looking at blue fur and gray denim. Uh, a lot of choices this episode at Mood. I was uh, very excited for some and very te very tenuous about some other ones. Bones can never resist the the most Bones choices possible, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, Bones definitely has a point of view. And that point of view may or may not be my point of view. And that's why people were put on this earth with differences and that's what makes us all special. I feel like if I was in the workroom, I probably would have done something. I mean, Chantal and uh, Chastity were really um, thinking the same way with the red. I mean, that's dramatic. You're with a, with a boring black backdrop. You can really make it work. So I see why the contestants went crazy and I probably would have done. I mean, the red just, maybe that, I don't know, that's really dramatic. I think when you say, are told, do something big and over the top, red is the color that screams drama. But I don't know if the blue fur would really be tickling my fancy. And also, Christina was getting kind of sassy in the workroom. I was like, Christina Villanera, we were the truthers of that. It never stops. Never stops. first. There were definitely, definitely some choices. Um, I did feel bad. I felt bad in at, when they were getting fabric that Christian was telling Chastity how Chantal was also doing red and I guess that that's something that chat that you know Chastity would want to know as she's picking out fabric but why why does Chastity have to change her look or change her color like I get that that's just part of the drama is that you have to like let them know what everyone's doing and everything but I'm kind of glad that Chastity put her like stuck to her guns to do a red even though obviously Chantal came out as a superior red choice. But yeah, I think it was it was a fun look. I really, I think, I feel like this is one of the challenges. I actually found something, at least one or two things that I liked about each of the looks. And maybe that's part of the fact that they're so bold. Like there's lots of bold colors in here, which I get very excited about. But it was really fun to see everyone's thought process and everything. The the color was so important this episode. If anybody had chosen like a black, you know, fabric, they would have been a moron. 
the the color especially with the opportunity to be against such a dingy gray sort of warehouse background you really this isn't like you know trying to look hip and gen z and like oh we're underground we're grunge like give us some damn fashion and i have to say like i didn't think any of the looks were incredibly bad i thought you know it's a very deserving top five they all produce something great and i i felt we were very lucky with the looks we got this episode but i don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with with picking the same color fabric chastity and chantal seem to be on the same page a lot remember there was the whole idea of like the sleeves that they were talking about like they yeah. end up on the same page quite often and it feels like sometimes chastity has to pivot because chantal is so determined to succeed in in her vision i don't know if that's just like i'm glad that chastity stuck to her guns this this episode me as well it's just like if you're both gonna do red make a better red dress like that's just the yeah. bottom line it's a competition yeah and it's definitely you know you don't it, it's just kind of like an added obstacle because you know like the two red looks are going to get compared in some capacity even though the dresses were very different other than the fact that they were both red and they weren't even the same shade of red. They were just two red dresses, but you know, it's going to come up that there, that there's going to be a comparison in the fact that two designers chose the same color. You just gotta be the better red dress at the mm -hmm. party at prom. Although I did actually end up wearing the exact same prom dress as one girl when I went to prom and it was mortifying. We, we made it work didn't like each other but we made it work <laughs> it's giving cassie and maddie <laughs> so let's talk about the props that they pick because i thought this was really funny but also for some people really kind of odd choices here so chastity uh has the first pick because she won last week's episode and she picks wooden pallets as we all know the most fashionable of the props girl you could have picked anything and you picked the wooden palette okay i mean okay i mean i i guess it's just a choice you made but it's not the best one literally something you can find on the new york city streets at any point in time anywhere a wooden palette very very fashion i was hoping she was gonna do something cooler than just stack them all in the middle of the room but i was wrong but I, somehow it's still not the worst choice someone it, ended up making a worse choice it is certainly not the worst of the choices no so bones gets to go next bones gets poi balls which apparently he's familiar with and knows how to spin them around on fire this felt like like on the amazing race when somebody's like yeah actually i like him really good at this one weird obscure thing that i have to do for this detour right now and you're like what the fuck is going on um, that was so strange that Bones just knows how to light poi balls on fire and whip them around, but I guess he's, he's good at it. Good for him. I'll Did hire they... him for my oh. birthday party. Bones is definitely invited to my next birthday party. He's the entertainment. He's the entertainment. I'm sure he's, <laughs> sure, I'm sure he's listening and he's, uh, making his plan, clearing out the next January 23rd, uh, 2023. Yeah. Oh, just remember bones, remember. Mm. Keep a note. But I remind me, did they pick the items after they went fabric shopping? I believe they did. They did? Okay. Because just looking I'm looking at the, the editorial photos right now, and I almost feel like 
They did talk about the color that Bones picked. And while I really like the color, I wonder if for this editorial, if he had picked like a teal or a white, like something that's also in the koi ball, koi ball color that uh, like in the ribbon that maybe he would have had a more successful look or for more sure. successful shot. Like go with one of the lighter colors instead of the darkest blue that he could have found. Mm-hmm. Bro, imagine Coco Rocha showed up and he was like, okay, so we're setting these on fire. I thought he was going to do that for a second. I was like, oh shit, he's going to light them on fire. Maybe maybe that would have gotten him some points. <laughs> would have been a lot cooler if he did. <laughs> so Bones hands it off to Christina who chooses the blue recycling bin. Um, now, I hate these motherfuckers. I have to use these for work a lot. And I just want to say that these bins are hell on earth. I've had to like drag them down New York City streets. They are, they're full of bullshit. And then they like never go in the direction you want them to go. I thought Koga Rocha was going to fall on her ass like 10 times. Maybe they put sandbags in it to weigh it down. I thought she was going to push it and fall. I really did. Um, and that would have been such sweet, sweet, like Christina losing the episode to me, but it didn't happen. No, it's given college dorm room moving day, freshman year. <laughs> it's giving backstage at your high school drama production. Please, not you re-traumatizing me with every single scenario <laughs> we mentioned. It doesn't help that she picked like the shiniest fabric that... She could have possibly picked Ella exactly what would be at a high school theater production. Yeah, they're doing the Wiz later this month, and that's uh. Please. <laughs> Not to mention, also, it's like I I don't know. Th- this choice was the second oddest one to me because it looks like a trash bin, and it it's this blue that's really parallel to the blue that she had picked, and it didn't feel like there was a lot of contrast or interest. I was really perplexed by this choice. Um, and maybe it's just because I don't understand Christina, and at this point, I refuse to comprehend her. Well, yeah, we why should we give this a second chance? <laughs> We're already so committed. So Coral makes a correct decision here, and she picks the giant fan, which, in terms of fashion, you can never go wrong with a giant fan. And well, why was this not the first choice? Like Coral was right. the fourth out of five people to choose. Why was no one picking the giant fan? And she got to turn it on, right? Like I'm not of being course. Crazy. Yes, mm-hmm. she got to turn it on. Like, why, why was this not the first thing that people were fighting over? Like that I I I cannot, I don't understand. I I I think and I think Coral was definitely the look that benefited the most from the fan. So I'm glad she got it, but I can't believe that this wasn't the first thing that people picked. Yeah. With all this talk of Bones being a tornado. (laughs) Dorothy? I mean, (laughs) everybody in this episode seemed to have part of their look that you wanted to sort of like whip in the wind and have flowing. And I was really surprised, but I guess maybe the other three didn't want it as much as, as Coral and, and Chantal will want because we see Chantal picks the ladder. Genius move from Chantal. The, like, also, uh, as it's mentioned at some point in this episode, uh, they're talking to Coral and they're saying, Coral, it's a vertical shot, so you can't go too wide because what's going to happen is we're gonna we're gonna be so far out that we're not gonna capture Coco's 
face and emotion because we're going to be so backed up. And what is what does Chantal succeed in? Having the tallest frame possible. Like it's genius. Oh my god. And it's like the the color is a perfect match for her the dress that she picked as well. So the even though she was a little sad that she was picked last, which honestly, duh, I would not pick Chantal either as much as I love her. And like, but this was like the best thing that she could have picked. Yeah, not the othering of Chantal, but also if I was in the competition, I'd be scared as hell of her and be jealous that I am not winning every challenge. Yeah. Um, so I get why she, she was picked last. She clearly like she made friends there, but unfortunately I didn't come here to make friends. That's the classic thing they say on reality TV. And clearly she didn't because it's a competition and she's got to fight through even if the people are leaving her with a ladder. Yeah, I think maybe as we see, like Chantal just doesn't have any, uh, she's, she doesn't have any effort to be like extra kind to people anymore. Like we saw with Christina and the Buttons last episode. I, and I think she has all the right to do it. You're trying to win a competition. This is not RuPaul's best Project Runway race. Best friend. <laughs> what it, this is not Project Runway's best friend race. Like <laughs> this is not the time to be making sure that your friends are doing well. And, you know, Coral volunteers to help people when she has time at the end. But I don't think that's the same as going out of your way to help other people to the detriment of yourself. And I feel like Chantal knows I'm not fucking around with my chance to win this thing. No, thank you. Oh yeah. And I think Coral's just a really nice person. Like, I don't think that, uh, I don't, I don't think anyone would have expected her to help people out, but it was a very nice thing of her to do, but I didn't think less of other contestants for not wanting to, to help out the designers. And I never would have thought like that was something they would have had to do anyway. It's just nice to see sometimes nice little, nice little human moment there. Would I do it? Probably not, but you know, very nice of them. Yeah, as a professional hater, I see where the contestants were coming from. Mm -hmm. <laughs> as someone that lives for the drama, I would probably not be as kind as Coral. <laughs> I feel like I would never ever have enough time to help people. If I was ever on a competition show, sure, I'd help you if I had time, but I probably will not have time. I'm yeah, actually as someone that maybe. just historically has terrible time management with projects and takes forever. I don't know why I think I'd ever be in the position where I could help people. I'm thinking highly of myself today. <laughs> We're all on something. Well, speaking of on something, Bones and his fashion ah! tornado. Bones is thinking about not only doing this fur gown that's very sort of like big at the top and then tight at the bottom, but also like a huge denim cape and honestly, my the denim cape is a is a delusional choice. It's also in like this gray denim, which is so ugly looking. Um, and thank God, Christmas Sigurana was like, no, please don't do that. I I do have to respect like Bones will just walk around the workroom, no shirt on, carrying this huge swath of denim fabric on his back, and just like experimenting with how it feels in the room. And you know, we we love an artist, Bones is so funny to me. I'm sad that he goes home this episode, but it, what a great episode of Bones to go out on. I'm gonna miss Bones so much. Maybe 
I do agree with the choice that his was the worst of the bunch, but I'm not happy about that. I agreed with them because yes, he, he was the entertainment and now we don't have him anymore. And I was very sad about that. Yeah. But that's what we missed. He was giving his full um, creative director fantasy this episode. And you know what? If there's one thing Bonds has, it's confidence. And I could learn a thing or two from him because I'm out here like, scared to blow my nose without turning my camera off on zoom and bones is out here in a thong on project runway so yeah you can learn a thing or two and gain the confidence to wear his shirts that clearly won't work for women with larger size chests uh, period yes thank you how soon we forget um i agree though the the cape was just never gonna be i i would have i think this look could have benefited from a cape or some flowy element that was not denim like mm-hmm. any other fabric would have been fine, but since that's not what he picked, glad he went with no cape. We have Chastity, uh, who is making. She says like a grunge princess turned villain dress. Uh, this, to me, was the most sort of like, uh huh, uh huh. Coco Rocha and Christian Sierra. I don't have no idea what she's trying to make this episode. Like they keep asking her, and then clearly they're like. I regret asking her. I have no idea what she's talking about. Um, and I feel bad for Chastity, but I did not love this look from Inception. And I I don't think it was executed very well. Yeah, the aesthetic, like, I love Chastity, but when are we going to retire the Maleficent energy? Like, we've been doing hauntingly chic since week three, bestie. We got to give it up. It's the finals. But yeah, as soon as I saw the black on the red, I was like, oh, oh no, this might not end well. Now, I love a Disney villain. So I was all for whatever the hell was going to happen. But, and I think it made a very nice photograph, but uh, not my favorite. And I think the photograph, like the photograph came out nice, but maybe it wouldn't have been as good on a runway because there's just more going on I wasn't a fan of the top half to be honest but I feel like of the the looks that weren't the top two this was like firmly third place just based on the critiques that we got Mm -hmm. this is definitely like Chastity saw an ad for Cruella on a taxi cab and was like hmm I want to see that do that yeah, she just she just that's so ravened into the future inside on Kokorosha. Exactly. Um, well, Coral is I mean, Coral's just being coral. Like she just heads into it with like, I'm gonna make this yellow dress, and Christian Tiriano's like, thank God, all right, you're fine, moving on. <laughs> There's nothing to say about Coral, which I kind of love. She's she's almost like drama-free because she just finally made a correct choice and she always kind of puts out what she puts out and it's never that bad except for sometimes uh but good for coral i love the choice of yellow i think that yellow is a color that is not utilized enough in fashion Mm -hmm. and i think people are scared to wear it but i think it looks really gorgeous especially on someone like coco rocha who has sort of a dark hair and a pale complexion it really feels bright and sunny as they say later the judges in the room compared to some of the other garments. It's just, uh, it's funny that we saw the fabric with the holes in it again. It's like Leah's impact that's like lingering on. Also, I feel like the judges said, we like macrame one time and Coral was like, you know what? 
gotta give them to them every ball gotta give them a little macrame every like but you know what i appreciate the commitment if i had that much commitment i'd be married by now <laughs> yeah i now pronounce you macrame and wife <laughs> oh boy there's a all joke right. in there there's a better joke in there all right all right i'm getting out of here macrame trimony <laughs> i'll workshop it. it but yes i was working on it but I'm yeah this podcast no too late two weeks yeah i'm putting in my i'm putting in my two weeks and my uh my I don't know. I'm just going to roll myself out. In this moving on day. to cooking next. So you are here for the long. This is the most commitment I have ever exhibited. <laughs> so uh, finally, Chantal, Chantal's being Chantal. She's making a red dress. Uh, she's doing this sort of asymmetrical look again. And uh, she really just wants to perfect what she has. I mean, this is all to be expected. Chantal is just working her butt off trying to beat everybody. And, and to her, her defining characteristic is passion. Um, and I think that's, you know, hey, it's red, it's passion. It's like the Valentine's Day challenge or something. Good for her. She's doing it. The next day we see Chantal on Zoom and Chantal is talking with her family and her son says, mama. And I thought this was very freaking cute. And the way that Chantal is just screaming at her son with joy and excitement, there's your passion. Uh, really I thought a cute moment. I love getting to cut to shots of them from home. I think, as I've always said, let let people on reality shows talk to their loved ones. Unfortunately, I saw this and I was like, she's either going home or she's <laughs> winning the challenge. So I'm very glad it was that she won the challenge and she wasn't going home. It was so cute. It was it was so adorable. I loved it. I love the the family moments are always really sweet. So I'm glad we got that this episode with Chantal, which we we really haven't seen a lot of her life outside of Project Runway. So it was really nice to see some of Chantal at, in her everyday life. So it was very sweet and very heartwarming, especially when it turned out she wasn't going home. So <laughs> that was good. Once we all knew that she was safe, then, you know, it was yeah. a deep sigh of relief. But Chantal's just have been thriving. Like they, they are not wrong. So I can't, you know, I, I'm sorry for ever doubting the queen. As we prepare for the photo shoot, uh, Coral's done. She can help whoever she wants to help. Uh, Bones feels really confident. Christina is not even thinking about the photo shoot apparently, which once again, keep rolling out the hits, Christina. We're just bigger and bigger fans of you every episode. And uh, Chastity is really close to the wire once again, and Bones and Coral are helping her. Chastity really, in this time management, like, it's going to bite you in the butt, Chastity. And especially without Bones, I think, who is who is one of Chastity's biggest supporters, uh, I'm worried for her next episode. You never know. You know what this is giving me flashbacks to, and I didn't think about this until now? It's, remember Dawn from Top Chef? Yeah, She always had fucking plating issues yeah or and it happened in the first episode and i called her out on it i'm really scared that and literally happened like that, in the finale yeah. of the program yeah. yes i'm Insane. scared that that's going to happen to chastity that there's been like this foreshadowing throughout i mean i have who i think is going to win but i would hate to see if that's how i want chastity to have a strong final look i don't want these errors from the competition to plague her I don't want a flashback of Miss Dawn Marie. 
<sighs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't deal with that trauma again because I was so invested in Dawn's success and was I was very sad. I was a very sad little girl. On yeah, Jesse, yeah, Jesse can make a dress, but is she a? Could you make the plate look nice? You know, you never know. <laughs> Before we get to the photo shoot, uh, they go home to the apartment and uh, Coral and Chantal flush Bones' cocktails down the toilet, which was just a great little scene that they decided to throw in there. Um, I, I feel like I've been there before where my friends are like, let's keep going. And I'm like, oh my God, I want to go to bed so bad. And you know, mood as always, relatable queens. Me on Saturday when my friends, like we got out of the taxi to go to the club and I immediately was like, bye, it was too cold. So it was giving me that. Uh, well, here we go, the photo shoot. They're wheeling their stuff in. And uh, as our panel of judges are there to observe and make snarky little side comments to Christian, I thought this is really funny, like all the questions they had for Christian Siriano, like no producers filled them in on what was happening. They're like, and, and they made these dresses? They did this? Like the, the way that they were asking the questions to Christian, you would have thought they had no idea what show they were judging. It was great. Yeah, no, they just showed up and they're like, oh, I guess there's not a runway today. <laughs> what a fun little surprise. Like, no, you didn't read the email. You, know? <laughs> you didn't read your story beats, Elaine? God. Well, up first, uh, this is just an alphabetical order. We have Bones, um, not the first shoot of the day, according to the edit but something exciting that somebody put on reddit that we get to look at is that somebody on reddit took the photos that bones decided and the photos that christian would have picked and put them side by side so we get to look at both of them this episode which is really fun now bones picks a look where uh coco Rocha is almost doing a flamingo kind of pose one leg on the ground one leg up bent at the knee um i think that this garment is interesting, although a little overwhelming. There's like a do-rag of blue fringe. But at the end of the day, this photo does not sell what is happening with this garment. And it's a real shame. I think I think the photo is a complete disaster. But when you look at Christian's photo, it's a great photo. And it sells exactly what's going on in the garment. And it's crazy how this episode, all it boils down to is the photo selection. What do you guys think? Yeah, I I actually I love the blue that is then blue and it's then bones dress, even if people were saying like it was too dark of a blue for this photo shoot. I thought the color was really pretty. I'm actually pretty intrigued with the texture of this look. And I don't know if Christian's photo would have saved bones in this elimination, but he definitely it's definitely so much better. I think it accentuates all of the good things about this garment, whereas the picture that Bones ended up picking really hindered it. I think he wanted to go for something artsy, uh, something where she was doing different poses and everything and uh, misunderstood the concept of the challenge, which is like show off the outfit that you made because you are in a fashion design challenge. So it was, not a it was a no bones day unfortunately oh my god oh my god and i was very sad about it because i i have been a bones fan since the first episode so you know just a day of mourning but uh this was not this was not his best and uh, 
but I don't hate the look. I think it just shows how strong of a five we got. If you had told me week one that Bones would have been, was going to be the last guy standing in this season, I'm not sure if I would have believed you, but I'm happy to be proven wrong. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Bones being the last guy left. I never thought of it like that, but yes. Um, but he had patties. So, I mean, like the ratio mm. was even smaller with all the patties to bones, you know, like there was like 20 <laughs> women in the workroom to one man. Um, but yes, for these photos. Wow. Looking at the photos side by side, seeing bones's pick versus Christian's pick. It's like night and day. It's like two different garments. Like what was bones thinking by picking an outfit that makes the dress look contained when the most brilliant part about the dress is the structure I would want to show off how beautifully it's fitted to the body I'd want to show off those sleeves I'd want to show off the hat and Christian's photo does all of that and it shows what an amazing poser Coco is she's giving all of these shapes that um it seems like Bones's pick of a photo it looks like she was like moving and my mom took the picture on accident and then it looks like a live photo, you know? And also the color is like completely different. It looks way more true to life in Christian's photo rather than Bones' photo. For some reason, it looks like a darker blue in Bones' photo. Yeah, so that was, yeah. A, that was a big complaint that the judges had is that Bones, Bones kept moving Coco out of the light. And you can really see it if you look at Bones's, uh, Bones's photo because the bottom of the dress is really dark. It's actually hiding the beautiful waistline that Coco Rocha has. It's hiding the sort of glamor of the sleeves. And Bones definitely got caught up in the fantasy of these little spinny tornadoes. And he was looking at it almost like top down. Also, I gotta say, these shoes are pretty freaking ugly with this dress. Like, and to, to pick a shot where you can see how ugly the shoes are, I think, does nothing for the uh, image that he is trying to capture here. What did you guys think of Bones as a director? Oh my God, I was just about to get into it. I was gonna say his direction was not helping. Uh, he was... He said yeah, he was a photo he, assistant. Yes, so I think his his background was to his detriment because he should have taking a slightly less active role than what what he was doing absolutely he he kept moving uh coco out of the light and you could even hear the photographer at one point like say to him you're moving her out of the light um he kept really working her in these poses but then i think not realizing how much he was working her it was a lot he was and, and coco had uh things to say and the judges panel about it and she doesn't need any direction. She's a supermodel for a goddamn reason. Like, let her do her job and like chill. <laughs> take a chill. Take a, take a drink of latte, Bones. Relax. I mean, Bones took this shockingly well. I think if Coco Rocha told me that I needed to like chill the fuck out, I would just be like, all right, I'm gonna go kill myself now. Thank you very much for that feedback. Like, it, it would have been just so devastating. Well, any other thoughts on Bones before we move on? The no bones day. You bones. Yes, I'm gonna miss you bones and I just loved you this season. You were fun. I'm gonna miss the wigs and the humor and everything. We'll miss you bones and your do-rags and putting Christian Siriano on a do-rag is iconic. Um, up next, 
is Chastity on her wooden pallets. Um, again, I hate the fucking shoes here. Chastity, it, I almost thought it was intentionally spiderwebby, but now I see that it just is like sort of a black lining within the red skirt and mm-hmm. a, a dark beaded black fabric over a red fabric that comes up to Coco's collar up to her neck and covers one arm completely while one arm is exposed and almost like a high-low skirt. I just think this reads a little juvenile to me. I get that it's cool. It's not ugly by any means. But when you hear Disney villain, you go, oh yeah, black and red, Disney villain. Got it. Like, it doesn't have a lot of subtlety to it. I also think that the wooden palettes just really, they don't even feel like a featured prop in any of the photos. It just feels like, oh, there's some palettes in the corner. Go stand on those, like Coco. I'm I'm not a fan of any of this. Christian Siriano, once again, coming through with the better photo here, uh, where he has where Chastity has chosen to feature a photo where Coco Rocha has her hands on her head, one leg, uh, a toe sort of pointing and popping her knee, um, standing right on top of the pallets. Christian has Coco leaning one knee up on the pallets, arm on the knee, head on the arm, sort of leaning forward. I, once again, much more glamorous of a pick. Um, and if you want to see these picks, go look at the Project Runway after show. You'll be able to see all of these. So just between us squirrel friends, what do we think? It's giving Sherry Hill prom 2017. Not Sherry Hill. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's actually like a really beautiful dress. It just looks like it would be worn for a pageant. It's just, it's, I know it's editorial, but it's not something that I haven't seen before. And that's kind of where I come down on it. The, the, it's exquisitely made, clearly. I mean, if, as if the worst thing in the world was to be called a dressmaker by Christian earlier this episode. It's kind of dressmakery, like a dressmaker made this dress. Yeah, I don't think it's necessarily a bad look. And I think Christian's photo actually shows, again, all of the good qualities of this dress, like the the black lining in the skirt is shown in a much more interesting way than what Chastity ended up doing. But I, I don't know. I wish Chastity really went with the photo that Christian had picked or something along the lines of that, because yeah, I think that was infinitely better. And yeah, this, I feel like, again, I think this dress was very middle of the road between what we got with Bones and Christina, I feel like they got a little more negative comments, but then obviously Coral and Chantal were the top two. So it's just kind of meh, which it breaks my heart a little because I always want Chastity to do amazing and everything she does. But mm. this, what, this is very middle of the road to me. When Chantal is asked to explain her look, she says uh, passion and Brandon Maxwell is very blown away because he's like, you said it and I knew exactly what you meant. I feel like if Chastity just said, uh, powerful villain or powerful villainess or something like that right that that sells this look more than saying well i wanted to do like a princess turned villain like it doesn't it doesn't sell when there's so much backstory that isn't really visible um yeah i agree with you gia right like we just want to see chastity succeed and it's such a shame um and i feel like this look is is a really cool look on coco rosha again like coco has sort of a dark hair and a pale complexion and the red really pops 
the black even because the black beading has red underneath it it pops and it doesn't just look like boring black but what you can see is chastity has chosen a much darker part of the room and christian's photo is a lot brighter and incorporates the natural light in a more interesting way whereas chastity's photo almost makes it look like she's like in the darkness of the warehouse and i think that christian's photo once again much more successful but chastity I don't think she should have deserved to go home for this dress. Um, no, definitely not. I, I think when you think about it, this challenge is really interesting is like, what if you were the creative director of your brand? And I think that that's almost what they're testing them a little bit here, you know, mm -hmm. in, in the photo shoot styling, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It feels very like not just making the outfit and the editorial, but your, you know, like your involvement in the entire process from design to shoot. Yeah, she would sort of look gorgeous going down a runway. Like I'm sure she probably, there would have been less critique if that was the case. Mm -hmm. Don't forget about her. It's Miss Coral with her lemon yellow dress. It has lots of ruffles in the skirt. Another high-low dress. I thought we got rid of those in 2012, but okay. Um, some strappy bodice work and a big flowy over-the-shoulder cape. And again, some ugly fucking shoes. <laughs> what is it about editorial that makes people pick a black chunky boot? I'm furious. Were they told they could only pick black chunky boots? Or I don't know why this this is the recurring theme like I, even if i saw a drag queen in these shoes i'd be like what the fuck like get something with an ankle strap at least like something where it doesn't look like you're walking around and with hooves on your feet like i don't know jeffrey campbell Lita's people were talking about how they're like ironically gonna make a comeback but no clearly they're back and jeffrey campbell Lita's are basically these shoes is what i mean they're they're hideous i so I think there are some pros and cons to the, the photo that Christian has picked. They're both Coco Rocha standing in front of the fan, but in Christian's, Coco is facing the fan and it's a side profile shot versus in Coral, Coco is staring down the barrel of the camera, hands on her hips. I feel like maybe Coral's, Coral's dress looks a little more flattering here in this shot and looks a little less boxy, but the hands on the hips is so fashion 101 you know, I'm posing, I'm posing. Whereas Christian's photo feels like editorial and something fierce. However, it looks a little boxy on Coco, right? In the middle, like it's got a weird sort yeah. of look to it. Uh, but the, the scarf feels much more elegant in Christian's photo. In Coral's, it's, it's just all over the place. But in Christian's, it feels like it's really meant to have something to it. I love the dress. I think it goes so well with the setup and it's just very beautiful. Love a good yellow dress. Picked the best prop by far. This was pretty great. Uh, I'm very, very happy for Coral and her shining moment. The dress itself is stunning, except the shoes. I think because the fact that it's yellow and then these black chunky heels, I'm just like, I can't get over how different they are. It's just so noticeable here, even more than in Bones and Chastity's picks. But other than that, that's my one negative reaction. I actually don't hate the photo Coral picked 
like significantly more than what Christian picked. You know what I'm saying? Like they're, I think they're both good photos. Um, and, but I agree. I think, you know, like Christian knows what he's doing. So by far, or far be it of me to critique Christian's pick as well. Oh, I'm proud of Coral though. I think she, mm-hmm. did, she did a good job this week. Even if the dress might not be like the most flattering up top for Coco, I think it really, uh, I don't know. Just like you, this is not off the rack. Like all of that detailing at the bottom as Chantal likes to call the texture. Um, I just think it's so beautiful and unique. It's not just ruffles. It seems like it's a very intricate pattern of like ruffles that fold into each other and there's a cape and it's just, it's definitely not something I'd wear to prom in 2017. Mm-hmm. Like this would be advanced. This is euphoria prom 2017. The ruffles definitely have like structure to them. Maybe they're they're almost like wired or something because they don't have like, uh, they don't feel like ugly ruffles. Up next, we have Christina, who once again said, I'm gonna make some big ass sleeves and some pants and a jacket, and it's gonna have some uh, drapey straps to it. What are you gonna do about it, Nina Garcia? The answer is nothing. Um, Cry about it. Cry about it. I mean, I can't even really begin to understand this garment as I look at it on Coco Rocha or even in Christian's photo. It's cool, but then I also think it has the signature Christina-ism of having way too much going on. It's green pants and a blue coat, really long back to it, green lining underneath, huge puffed sleeves and a high collar. (laughs) I, I mean, it's fashion. Is it, is it fashion I like? Who's to say? I mean, just going to the grocery store, something a little casual to wear, you know, something I won't draw too much attention to the eye. When you said Christina's signature, I thought you were going to say it's the trousers because, you know, Christina, she sees anything and she said, you know, it would make that better if there was a trouser underneath. And she committed. Um, I know that she t- drew inspiration from other outfits in previous challenges. However, were any of those outfits she drew inspiration from challenges she won <laughs> probably not so i'm just saying but you know what this actually kind of looks like the that like oversized resort wear look she made a couple of weeks ago that one so mm. maybe she was on the right track but got a little lost um but also how did she not pick the picture christian picked she literally looks like she's floating she's at like a perfect 45 degree angle just leaning like i wish i I don't know. I wish I had the core strength. It's giving Pilates. And the picture she picked is giving um, not Pilates. I, I'm trying to judge this as an editorial look instead of a runway look. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to get in that mindset. But how can she keep doing this and not get called out for making the same thing every week? Like She can't keep going away week. with this. <laughs> they keep letting her get away with this. Like the the bubble sleeves we've seen before the trousers we've seen the before the metallic looking garment like clothes Ugh, it's just it's and this is I still agree that I I think it was Bones time at that point with the look that he produced like it was I totally understand why Bones went home this week even though it breaks my heart but I just I don't know I 
I think this could have been a lot more interesting. And for someone like Christina that does all of these very eccentric shapes and uh, silhouettes for her looks, I feel like this was a really good chance for her to go all out, like go mm. bigger and bolder than what you normally do, which is already pretty big and bold. And it just wasn't, you know, I, 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 it looks like something she's already made or something like the same theme as what she's done before. And I don't know. I just, I feel like she had a missed opportunity here. Something I totally agree with you, Nicole, on is that like the pose, when you look at the photo that Christian chose, what Christian has done here is he's chosen a pose where she's leaning on the blue bin and you almost like you said, you feel like she's floating. You also feel like she's going to tip over at any second, right? And Christina had her posing that way for a little bit. But in the photo Christina chose, it looks like Coco Rocha is just like pushing it along with her fingers and just like pushing the bin down, down through the warehouse. And I really think it just does not sell the idea as much, especially because the garment is like being clearly being lifted up and sort of meant to have flow to it. But in the photo Christina has chosen, it just looks like it's like kind of hung up in the air. Whereas once again, Christian's photo, she looks like she's floating. She looks like she's really serving. And we talked about it before the show, but I really think that all the designers chose photos where Coco, most of the designers chose photos where Coco is looking down the barrel of the camera. And I think that's almost a failure as a as an artistic director to pick the photo where you can see the model's face the most because Coco doesn't have interesting makeup on. She's not selling a hairstyle. She's not selling a hat or a piece of jewelry or whatever. She's selling the dress. So who cares what the fuck Coco's looking at? Like, pick the outfit where the garment looks best. Okay, yeah, I... spoken like Tyra. <laughs> Ty Tyra Calhoun over here. I think they were a little starstruck. Like they're really focused on the fact that their guest judge and model for this challenge was Coco and not the fact like the actual concept of this challenge which was you are designing an outfit and putting in an editorial and you are going to be part of the editorial process but you're going to be judged on your final photo which should be showing off your outfit and like but also your guest judge is Coco so you know remember that when I was uh when I was in middle school this happened to me a lot but teachers would write me passes and they would write my name down uh, but they would write Naomi Campbell because they would get to Naomi CA and then they would just go with the name that they knew that was Naomi CA and they would write Naomi Campbell. Like I I had several hall passes that said Naomi Campbell on them. You just have that star quality. You have that special something like Naomi Campbell. I will Maybe throw a phone. I'm not afraid to throw a phone. I'll tell you that. Exactly. That the star quality. That's the star quality in you. <laughs> Up next, Chantal. Thank you very much, by the way. I appreciate the star quality comments. Up next, Chantal. Chantal uh, with the ladder. Once again, a complete serve. Coco, no shoes. So you avoid the ugly shoe trapping right away. <laughs> Life hack, if you don't want your model to have ugly shoes, don't have her wear shoes. Uh, Chantal has Coco perched right at the top of the ladder, reaching out the scarf of it all flowing in the wind. Um, Coco reaching out feeling the passion. And in Christian's, uh, Coco is holding on to the top of the ladder, hanging off of it, hand on her hand on her waist, posing, looking back. Both are really cool photos. I don't think either one of them is a bad photo. And I think maybe the one thing to be said about Christian's photos 
uh, is that Christian has better composition in all of his photos where we see the, the staircase going up, like your eye is really being led across the page, but Chantal's is not bad. And this dress is not bad. It, it's cool, got an interesting element to it. I really like it. Good for Chantal. Nicole, did you feel the passion? I could just see it in Coco's face, the red. I mean, like sometimes it doesn't have to be that complicated. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. If you want to make an outfit that's about passion, the judges were like losing their mind over this and it's only one word. So I think Chantal really demonstrated that if it ain't broke, you don't have to fix it. You can make a red dress, say that it's passion. And as long as you have the model who could convey that, or um, I mean that in addition to great design aesthetic and texture, how could we forget? She produced something really awesome, and I think it deserves the fourth win for her wholeheartedly. She did an awesome job here. And clearly, I mean, her husband's a photographer. She has a great eye for um, photos, the difference between her photo and Christian's. I mean, Christian's is giving, but also her picture is serving. So what's the difference? Yeah, I'm very happy with just everything Chantal did this episode, but the results speak for themselves. I actually, my one thing about Christian's photo for this is that I feel like Chantal's dress shows off the top half of it more, like the design that she did on, what would that be? Like her right shoulder um, with how how mm -hmm. she did the top. I think it shows off that part more, which I think is more what she was trying to achieve so they could see all the hard work that she did with this outfit. And I think it just shows off more elements of her design, but Christian's look is also amazing. And, you know, there's more of a train with Christian's picture over Chantal's. So yeah. I guess it's like, which element do which dramatic element do you want to see more of? And I don't know. I'm not. I'm not upset about either photo, but I'm. I'm pretty happy with the one that Chantal picked. And I think this, you know, Coral also made something pretty amazing. But I think Chantal was just the clear winner on all fronts. Like not just the photo, but with the design itself, the way that she used the prop she picked and everything. Like she just hit all the marks with it. In the words of the Jonas brother red dress um this is such a look good for chantal deserved win everything you just said gia i echo it completely great look great episode like again a great episode for fashion and a great episode for um really a, an interesting take on the idea of project runway and what it means to create fashion so i want to ask you guys uh not including the photo shoot just thinking about like hey, you have to pick a favorite garment. Is your favorite garment Chantal's? Do you have a different favorite garment from, from what the judges selected? I gotta give it to them. Usually the judging is on crack, but the judging this week I felt like was pretty fair. Photo shooter runway Chantal's was very uh, gorgeous and editorial. Probably you can't walk in that, but um, I mean, she did it with the texture. What can I say? I don't know if I'd like coral's outfit as much if it was just a runway look like i think this is very specifically an editorial piece whereas chantal's probably could be either for for like in in if they were just making an editorial look versus the 
the photo shoot with it. So I will still give it to Chantal, but I don't think Coral made a bad look either. Mm -hmm. Pretty much across the board, I think they got everything right. Yeah, I think there's just something very elegant about both Coral and uh, Chantal's design that also feels a little fresh. Christian is constantly emphasizing modernity and being uh, new and influential this season. And I think it's because he understands maybe more than anybody how important it is to be ahead of the curve on fashion. As we know, Christian Sirigano is a designer who literally was like, oh, are people not designing for plus size women for like for runways and red carpets? I'll do it. And he did that shit. And like now everybody works with him. And so I think he always has the best feedback for these lovely contestants. Coco is on the judges panel. She reads some people to filth, compliments some people. Oh, Carl asks for Coco's autograph, which I thought was kind of cute, but also like, girl, wait till the end of the shoot. Like, <laughs> let it go well and then ask for the autograph. Um, i excited. <laughs> I, I feel like in general, uh, the it was interesting to watch the judges have to only critique the photo and not the look. Bones is sent home. I mean, it's really kind of expected. And then uh, he gets Christian to wear a rainbow do-rag. What, what a beautiful sight to behold. I, I mean, that's the episode next week. Guys, I called it. We're having a final three at Fashion Week because next week is another challenge. Um, or, you know, it, it can always be that fucking fakey they do where they're like, actually, it's a final four, you're all safe, which I hate. Send somebody home, crush their dreams. Um, they're going to try to establish their brand by creating a look representative of the brand. Do you guys have a brand? Are you all are branded content? Unfortunately, everyone calls me TikTok Nicole every goddamn day of my life. So I guess that might be my brand is like being an annoying Gen Z person. So maybe my, like I would be wearing like, uh, I don't know, like I'd be dressing like an e-boy and scaring um, parents by hanging out in like the King Holland parking lot. That's the local grocery store, excuse me. My brand is just the most niche survivor opinions and treating my feelings that only a select group of people will understand and love. But those people do love them. So that that would be it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing what this has to offer. Now, I, I did a little digging. And by digging, I mean I looked at Reddit. And uh, this is not the first time there has been a all-women finale in Project Runway. Uh, there's been two others, I believe, but uh, very cool to see it happen once again on this season. I think all four of these women uh, are talented in their own right. I think we have some clear favorites. However, I would be happy if three of these women won Project Runway. And I can't wait to see what happens next week. Um, guys, what's going on with y'all? What are we up to? What are we watching, tuning into? Where should we listen? Gia, you released a really cool article. Yes. Okay. I did do that. So <laughs> I wrote about the very first ever Black Reliance um, in Survivor history, which happened on Survivor Fiji, resulted in the only, our currently our only all Black final three in Survivor history. But I got to show my love for Survivor Fiji, which was very nice. Um, and one of the contestants on that season really liked it. So shout out to Anthony Robinson. 
for having things. Yeah. And, but, um, so check out Inside Survivor for my latest content and read a little bit about some survivor history that not very many people know about. And I uh, hope to have some more things out soon, but for now you can just follow all my fun tweets at Classically Gia, where said niche survivor opinions are, uh, they live full time. And uh, fall, as always, just follow the Survivor Diversity Campaign at Serve Diversity. I'm waiting for the Australian Survivor Diversity Campaign because- They need it. They They're need like, it, this cast. They really, they, they really need it. But for now, you know, for now, uh, just <laughs> the follow the Survivor Diversity Campaign yeah. and we- We'll what, work on it. See what comes of that, yes. Baby <laughs> steps. New continents in 2022 for the Survivor Diversity Campaign, please. I hope so. Nicole, what's going on with you? Nothing much. I what am I watching? Euphoria was kind of crazy last night. That's really all I'm watching that in Real Housewives as always. But if you want to hear my opinions on that, me talking crap, you can always find me on Twitter behind the secret, TikTok behind the secret. You can follow me everywhere, just don't follow me home. <laughs> And I know that Silent Podcast is going to start some Euphoria coverage soon. Isaiah is going to have Hannah Chada on the podcast. So that's exciting stuff. Good for Isaiah. Make okay. sure to tune in to Silent Podcast for all your exciting reality TV needs. I'm going to be on the Amazing Reeks episode with Sasha for next week. That goes live on Thursday. Her. Let's hope I get this episode out before then so that people can listen to it. But if not, go back and listen to me talking about the Amazing Race. Um, and new episodes of Mike White was Rob out. I just did an amazing one with AJ Norris. Gia has one coming up. Isaiah has one coming up. Nicole, you need to get in fucking line to record with me at one point in time, but it's all right. I don't hold it against you. I'm there. I need to come up. I'm, I'm festering my opinions right now. <laughs> you and everybody else. Well, I'm guys, letting my opinions fester. Excuse me. Age, age of my line, you know. Um, guys, thank you for being here as always. Love to chat. And I will see you guys next week for, as always, more fashion and more making it work. Thanks for listening. Good night. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. 
LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.